Shh. Trying to record a show. Here we go. Are you guys ready? I wish that I could fly way up in the sky like a bird so high. Oh, I might just try. I wish that I could fly way up in the sky like a bird so high. Oh, I might just try. Oh, I might just try. <laughs> Hey everybody, RC Alienation version 2.0, the Dirty 30. Dirty. Yeah. Stinks in here. Oh wait, that's Jake. Hey Jake, what's up? Wait, I stink? Yeah, it's the Dirty 30, man. Okay, well, I I guess if I have to. Do I need to shower or what? Um, I don't know. Okay, thanks. Hey everybody, how's it going? (laughs) So I'm Dan, and uh, with me is Rob. Hey, Rob. Yo, what's happening, hey, y'all? And y'all heard uh, Jake there. Also with us today is Chris, otherwise known as CR Models. You guys have seen him post on our forum and various other forums. What's going on, Chris? What's up, guys? Dirty 30. Who brought the strippers? <laughs> I brought the beer, but I'm not sharing. Oh, come on. I need a couple of those. I even have Killian's Red, Jake. Oh. So anyway, guys, we, yeah, it's... Uh, Episode number 30. Man, I, I just, it's just. It's seems, weird that we've done that many shows already. I, it just seems like out of nowhere. Yeah, it seems like 30, 30 episodes. episodes ago we started this project. I know. I think once <laughs> we got past, what was it, in, uh, six or nine or whatever? Nine was, was the nine was the killer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it's all up downhill for uphill, I guess, from here. Downhill, yeah. That's more like it. So, anyway, guys, I was gone last week. Did you miss me? Yeah, you were. I did. Yeah, you were gone. I was. I, um, you know, dealing with stuff that included hypodermic needles and scalpels and, you know, intense pain and just a bunch of nastiness. So, are you trying to be the stunt double for the next Saw movie or what? Uh, try. I just, I was trying to keep that secret, but uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. But you've but seen I, that movie Face Off, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, was this like Ass Off or something? <laughs> You're a funny boy. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit your day job so yeah i was just you know i wasn't feeling very well and uh jake and and rob stepped up to the plate and uh handled their uh daycare business while recording yes yeah, sir yeah how do we do did you like it did you laugh <laughs> rob yes sir i think i just threw up just a little threw up just a little bit so so last week uh chris and his dad actually uh were prepared to come on um we we started going and i wasn't feeling real well and we started having these tremendous technical difficulties and i i just uh i asked uh, rob if he and jake could just kind of take over and 
and put something together. Hold on now. Who'd you ask? Actually, I asked Rob first, and then I asked you. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yep. Okay. Because I was talking with Rob, and I said, uh, you know, it would really help if you guys could just put something together. And then I sent you a PM, and and I was hoping to see what would happen is you guys would kind of guilt each other into doing it. All right. (laughs) And apparently it worked. You know, don't threaten me with good time. Dude, the show must go on. I, you know what? It was a good show. I'm, I'm. It makes me feel good. It really does make me feel good that that it can happen if I can't be there. So thank you guys for putting on that show, and I you think know, the listeners enjoyed it. Actually, yeah, I think so good too. Show. Yeah, it was kind of a so. glimpse into the life of Rob and Jake uh, handling their business <laughs> with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was kind of fun. So anyway. Uh, Chris, why don't you, we're going to talk with you more, uh, you know, in depth here as we move on into the middle of the show, but why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us, uh, tell us where you're from and what you're flying and all that good stuff. Well, Chris Rybert, guys, as you know, Sierra models on the forums, uh, I grew up in Syracuse, New York, um, started flying planes in 1986. My grandfather and, uh, my father got me into it, moved to Rochester, I think 1995, um, and that's kind of when the whole helicopter thing kicked in for me. I joined our local club here. And uh, thanks to Ray Stacy, I think it was 1995 or 1996, I, I got the helicopter bug. And mm-hmm. uh, the rest is history from there. That is awesome. So you're flying for chaos, I hear. Yes. Cliff, uh, I did a couple of uh, reviews and build videos for Cliff. Um, about a month went by, did another build review. Um, started doing a lot of stuff over it the chaos lounge and uh now i'm a full-time moderator over there and uh dr evil and cliff gave me a call and said uh congratulations and he took me on as a team pilot so i can't be uh can't be any happier for the opportunity they've given me what did mini me have to say <laughs> mini me yeah dr evil and mini me yeah they, they like what i'm doing okay they're good, they're good guys over there <laughs> okay so yeah, that's great. That's awesome. You know, we we've had a long-standing relationship with with Cliff over there, our Sierra Dine, and stay tuned, guys, because some point in the show we are going to reveal who won a brand new 700 Nitro Flybar airframe from Chaos. Oh boy! And we're also going to let you guys know who won that awesome, sweet little. 400 450 uh line clone and uh you know have fun with that doesn't have a manual <laughs> so good luck so rob what have you been up to man you been getting any flying in uh no i uh, well yeah actually just well i had flow last flew last week there before the last show and stuff like that and crashed but uh it's it's pretty much been on the shelf all week i took it to work today to fix it up and I just bought everything done, and then wouldn't you know it, it starts to rain outside. So, mm-hmm. so I didn't. I didn't get to fly today, but I've been doing a lot of simming, a lot of practice against music and stuff like that. So I'm kind of digging that. You know, you mentioned the music in uh, two episodes ago when I was there. You talked about that AOL Nation, AWOL Nation, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, AOL Nation is yeah. Sail is the song. Dude, you know that song grows on you very fast. Doesn't yeah, it does, dude. When I first heard it, I was like, eh. But after one or two, and then watching that video of that dude 
flying down Grinding the mountain. Grinding the crack. Jeb Corliss, dude. That guy is... Isn't he oh. the guy that actually ended up hitting the rock one night, one time, though? Uh, I don't know, Because I was watching one of those... Uh, He's still around, you know, so... Yeah, the guy who hit... I mean, he was he was flying down the mountain like that, and he got too close and actually hit an outcrop. But he'd lived through it. I don't know if this it was the same guy, but it was on, like, America's dumbest... <laughs> you know. No, he hit... He hit- Two months ago, he hit the rock face, doing the same trick over again, and he bounced right off the rock face and crashed. Yeah, that's crazy. That's brutal. But no, it grew on me, man. I I think that's a really cool song. Yeah, yeah, it's good. But no flying, really, other than uh, I I talked to you. I sent you a text message today, and you said that you were going to try to get some in, but the weather wasn't really cooperating with you. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, once I had everything, you know, squared away and stuff, by the time my next break came, it was everything was all wet and it's drizzling and stuff and kind of windy. And so I was like, forget it. So. Well, you know, uh, on the way to the field today, I, I stopped at the gas station, and as I was pulling out of the gas station, I saw white, like Buick, sitting there, and on the in front of it, on the ground, was jumper cables. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, well, obviously they need a jump start. So I pull up beside them, and without really looking at who was in the car, <laughs> I just kind of shouted out, "Do you need a jump?" And it turned out that it was this incredibly hot young girl nice. right and uh she she looked up at me and she said in the worst way <laughs> so i was like oh man so anyway i gave her a jump start so that was a nice start to the day dude i'd be like if you need me to help you start your car i can handle that too <laughs> <laughs> oh just just incredible but um so i head off to the field today and um it was sunny and it you know you looked outside and you're like wow it's really nice out there get out of the vehicle and walk around the front and the wind hits me and it is just windy yeah and it just instantly just got cold like that sharp cold yeah just that cutting wind looked great no you know just a few clouds all kinds of sun but it got cold really fast but uh you know we decided to endure and uh we would fly a couple flights and go sit in the truck and warm up the cool thing about sticking around today and i'm really glad we did was uh, a guy shows up an older guy his name's ed just starting the helicopters he has a he bought a, a 500 uh, built it didn't have a lot of luck building it and the guy at the hobby shop it's charged him 75 bucks to fix his building errors no nah, that's <laughs> well it is what it is <laughs> you know what i mean but yeah, anyway yeah. uh and the guy at the hobby shop i don't you know I wouldn't trust him near a helicopter, but, uh, you know, it was all kinds of, there had all, all kinds of problems. So we spent about, about two or three hours fixing it. Uh, he had the, the old three G on it and, uh, we tried to fly it and the tail was just horribly <laughs> yeah. bad, but we got it. You know, we did all the, the typical things that you do, right? We, 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 uh, messed with the gain. We changed the, the mounting. Turns out that the, <laughs> what we should have checked initially was the tail slider itself was binding. Uh, yeah. He put too damn much yeah. Loctite in there. So we fixed that, and uh, we got it flying, and we actually got him hovering the helicopter. First uh, first hover ever. Nice. That's nice. cool. I remember that feeling, man. That first hover. Yeah, it was... Uh, my butthole didn't open up for like a week after that, but... He actually, uh, he actually did a really good job. He did put some training gear on it, which, you know, whatever, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of training gear, but, you know, if it helps you feel better about it. Why not? Yeah, right. Um, so he did it a few times, and we his training gear actually <laughs> broke. Uh, oh. 
So he took the training gear off. He took off a, a second or third time, I guess maybe it was the third attempt, and uh, the helicopter got away from him. But he actually was able, he got it down and landed it hard, but nothing broke. I was pretty surprised. Uh, Fred and I were standing there going, yep, it's over. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah, this is a repair out. job. But yeah. uh, so considering cool. uh, considering the, the weather and the cold, I mean, it was just freezing cold. When I came home, I was just cold to the bone, you know, like you have to jump in the shower to warm up type cold. Yeah, yeah. But it was a good day. Other, other than that, I got, I don't know, six or so flights on the 600, and uh, it was just a good day flying. Yeah, that's good, man. I, yeah, I, I like this. The, you know, weather's turning and stuff like that. And up around here, it, it's actually been unseasonably warm, you know, but we still get these, like, random days, you know, and but they're lesser and lesser and stuff. Yeah. So. Well, you know, the thing about it's it's funny, you know, because, like, the weather today, it was uh, – it's, it was supposed to be 51. I don't think it was that warm. But had this weather happened in the middle of summer or the middle of winter, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, right. we would have been out there in t-shirts yeah. going, oh my God, this is beautiful. But it was just cold as hell. And uh, I suppose tomorrow it's supposed to be nice. So I'm going to try to get out tomorrow as well. That's what's been happening with me, guys. Other than, uh, of course, it was uh, kind of nice to take a, a week off. <laughs> I got to tell you. Yeah. Not going to lie. <laughs> What have you been up well, to, Jake? Entirely uh, off. You still had to mix the show, and and you know that's the easy part. There. That's the easy part. It's that's it's a time consuming part, but it's the easy part. Yeah. Okay. So, Jake, what have you been up to, man? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. The, um, that busy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Fighting with the website and stuff. That oh. was that was playing Dungeons and Dragons in the HTML code there. Or what? Yeah, yeah. No, it was um. I don't know how it happened. Um, I, I think it was probably an attack against our provider, and it ended up injecting some fairly benign but malicious code into our website, and it was redirecting any anybody that came from basically a search engine would get redirected to another site. So if you came to the site directly, you were fine. But if you went to Google and searched for you know RC Heli Nation and clicked the link, you went somewhere else. That was a so. tricky little bit of code too, wasn't it? It was. It was. It kept rewriting itself. Yeah, yeah, that was the fun part. I figured yeah. out what was going on and started fixing it, and then went back to the first file that I fixed and found that it had been broken again. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that that's fun. that's all taken care of. So no no worries there. And let me just also say, guys, there was no threat. As far as, uh, well, I can't speak to the link. I didn't go to the link. Uh, right. I did talk to a couple people that did go to the link, and there was nothing there. Yeah, I went to the link myself several times, and it was just either it would redirect me back to Google, or it would just say, you know, forbidden, yeah, whatever. It, essentially, it was just a nuisance. It wasn't a threat. Yeah. It was just a nuisance. But it's taken care exactly. of. Yep. It is taken care of. So, Rob, are you ever going to start flying your helicopters again, or what's the deal? Did we lose Rob? What? No, I'm here. I, I was I was actually <laughs> talking, and I had my mic muted, and I didn't know what the hell. Anyway, sorry. He was sleeping. <laughs> Rob fell asleep during the recording of the show. Shit. Callum did that. Remember Callum did that? Yes, he time? did, too. I I did. That was so funny. <laughs> of course, in his defense, it was like 4.30 in the morning when yeah. we were recording. So yeah. yeah. What can you do? Good old Callum. I haven't talked to him in a while. But back to your original question, yeah, dude, I'm uh, my goal for the next, I don't know, probably over the next month or so is just to get all my birds back into good repair because 
the X5, now that I fixed it today, is the only one that's fully operational. My Gowie 550 is down for the count because of a my speed controller is it's reading the wrong amount of cells. So the cutoff is coming at a weird time. And so I'm just not fully confident in that guy. And my Gowie 200 is just, I don't know, I beat the shit out of that thing. And so it's just a little bit loose in general all over. And so I got to just do a little overhaul on that guy. My Chaos 450 is still, uh, it's still in pieces from that last crash that I had where I uh, I impaled one of the uh, uh, canopy standoffs through the blade, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, the MCPX is uh, down for the count also because I cracked the tail boom a little bit. So I figured, well, I'll just drop some CA in that guy and it'll fix it. But then I cracked it again. And I'm like, well, shit, I want to replace this. And then remember that I super glued it, which ah. means I super glued the wires to the inside of the carbon fiber tube. Nice. So there was no save in that thing. And I don't have a... Yeah. I, I'm you not know, good at soldering that shit. You so. mentioned it and I looked and I thought I had a few of those, but I didn't have any laying around. So... Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll get one one yeah. of these days and yeah. I'll have them all back in the air and I can... Uh, so how's my fusion, man? Is it ready to go again or what's the deal? Dude, it's just kind of sitting there. It's kind of sitting there waiting, you know? I mean... Um, I haven't really been able to invest a lot of time here while I'm at home on actually sitting down and doing anything. But uh, the bird's there. It's got the servos in it. All I got to do is drop the beast X in and plug all the wires in. And then, uh, you know, double check settings and shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, she'd be ready to go. Well, you should get that done and get a video of it. This time, don't crash it. <laughs> right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> or that if you're going to crash it, be sure to get a video of it. Yes. And it better be a spectacular crash. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I can do better than trying yeah. to yeah, uh, slice you, it in half. You, you probably well, can't. At 85 feet in the air. <laughs> so um, before we move into the news, I want to talk a little bit about um, the shirts that we got. Now, I'm waiting on Jake. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I did get Rob and, and uh, Jake their shirts. And your impression, guys, what do you think of the shirts? I think they're nice. They look good. Yeah, I think they're pretty good. Yeah. You know, I but, think... Uh, the way, yeah, the way the logo came out and stuff, it was. I think it was good. Yeah, I think yeah, they could think be better. The colors are nice and bold, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to use the same person next time. I'm going to take the shirts we have now to the to a new person and say, "This is what I don't like about these shirts. I want you to do this to the next batch." But that being said, they're still really nice shirts. So yes, those yes. will be available as soon as we get the store going. So Jake has his. He's got to get some photos taken of them. And uh, we'll have them up. They're they're pretty nice, yep. so we'll get those going. And they're going to be fairly inexpensive, guys. We're not out to make a lot of money off them. Basically, we're just, not gouging. <laughs> no, we're going to include shipping with the price, and uh, you know, nice. we're just going to try to make a little bit to buy more shirts. Essentially, is the idea. Yeah, yeah, nice. So yeah, they. I'm looking yep. forward to getting those out to you guys. Um, to those of you who want them. Uh, for the upcoming fly, uh, fun fly season. So look, look for those. One. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, there's a lot of people that have been asking about them. And a lot of people are also asking about uh, coffee mugs. And I've looked into that. And that is something that I'm going to do. But I'm thinking, guys, it's not going to be till next winter. And which leads me to one other quick thing I want to mention. It's kind of a, I don't know. It's just kind of a warning, I, I suppose. Not really. Well, <laughs> don't read into that. What I mean is the whole Urcha thing. Now... We've been talking about going to Urcha, and believe me, we want to go to Urcha. But there is a reality that we are facing with the price of gas. 
Very true. And yes. and I'm sad to say, if the trend is continues the way it does, I just don't know that Earth is a possibility. I mean, because if we're if gas is going to be five dollars a gallon, I figured it in at four fifty, which is still, in my opinion, way too much for gas. Oh yeah, dude. But if gas is over five dollars a gallon, I just don't see that as reality. I mean, I. We're already looking at spending almost uh, $1,600 in fuel alone. So That's a lot. We should just ride to Amtrak. Yeah. <laughs> Take her down. That That's, you know, and everyone says, why don't you fly? Well, guys, you know, as a lot of you know, I I can't, I have to bring my own bed with me because um, I can't, unless I have some type of hospital bed or recliner to sleep in because I can't lay flat, that kind of thing. And... um so that's just the reality of my situation. I have to bring those amenities for myself. So it, for me, I have to drive. The other, these other guys can fly if need be, but um, which may or may not be cheaper. It's hard to say. Those are those prices are going up as well. Yeah, true. So anyway, I just kind of wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. There are still plenty of events that I plan on going to in the nation, and and if I don't make it or Rob doesn't make it, somebody's going to be there. Jake will be there. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah you know and we won't if if we're not all there or at least two of us there we're not going to be able to do what we'd planned as far as doing nightly shows but we'll still have a presence there jake will have t-shirts and he'll have banners and stuff to hand out and you know do his thing brian thing. will probably still be there yeah don't get me wrong guys that doesn't mean i don't want to go i mean i do want to go but it's just reality I mean, if gas yeah. is what yeah. they're saying it's going to be, I just don't know. So we'll see. Well, maybe just, we should jack up the price of the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. $200. $200. 24 karat cotton. <laughs> you want shirt? You want shirt? $200. Clean, clean, fresh shirt. Yeah. Plastic bag, $5. <laughs> Shipping and handling, $29.99. We handle real nice. <laughs> So anyway, let's go into some news. News of the year. News. Dude, did your doctor tell you it's not good to strain like that? I got a hernia. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Maybe you need some laxative. Some <laughs> <Right>. stool softener. <laughs> Does it hurt when you poop? I have to ride the holes. <laughs> Sorry. Let these fly bars sit in the cold, damp corners of your garage to rust or be sent to the junkyard for melting away for plank parts. Every day, the number of fly barless units increases dramatically, leaving fly bars to squander away into obscurity. Not to mention the fly bar paddles. Carbon, plastic, and all of those KBDD paddles hoping to fly another day. It takes a little for you to become a special friend of the fly bar. For just 75 cents a day, you could save a fly bar somewhere across the nation. As a sponsor, you could exchange photos and letters from all the happy children currently flying their fly bar helis. So come on, 
pick up the phone, call 1-800-SAVE-FLY-BAR. Thank you for your time and consideration. Save the fly bar now. What do we got for news? Chris was saying he has a little bit of news. What do you got there, Chris? Well, two things. I, I was uh, browsing Spectrum's website and um, noticed Spectrum is coming out with a new DX18. It's supposed to be July. Mm-hmm. And RCA, hopefully by the end of this month, is coming out with a Black Widow 3-axis flybarless gyro. Is that a myth? No. It's 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 not a myth. Are you sure? I've seen I've seen the guys I've seen the guys the, the other team pilots flying with it. it. It looks it looks like a cool product. Is it, get is my it, hands on one soon. Is it a myth, much like the Avant Aurora Nitro? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't touched it. I've seen it in pictures and I've watched the video. Oh, I've seen all kinds of Avant Aurora Nitros in pictures. <laughs> I've never seen one available on the shelf. Uh, I'm just rubbing you a little bit. No, we uh the the DX18, um yeah we're I don't know what do you guys think about that I uh, I don't know that I need an 18 channel radio but uh, you yeah. know I, 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 I sent I sent Bert a message today and said really is it any different than a DX7S or the DX8 It looks like it caters a lot to the sailplane guys mm-hmm. so unless, unless you want to spend eight hundred dollars on a radio to fly a sailplane I really don't see any pros in it I think there's I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm really almost completely content with my 9303. Who knows? Maybe we're going to see something uh, similar. Okay, you know, like Futaba, they're, uh, the the 8FG Super or whatever, you can turn it to 14 channels. And then if you've got the uh, the Futaba flybarless unit, you get to use those extra channels to do things like manipulate the uh, all the flybar settings on those extra channels in the, in the radio. You know what I mean? So for right. that... In that case, you do need the extra channels. They're just not channels that control surfaces on your helicopter. You know one I mean? of, will one of those channels make me a sandwich? Dude, that would be awesome. Or go get me a beer. Give you a reach around. <laughs> Give me a happy ending. I want a happy ending for $800. <laughs> Clean a litter box. That'd be nice. <laughs> Crooked Head doesn't use a litter box. She goes outside. She's well-trained. Oh, that's nice. Good kitty. All my cats are well-trained. They go outside. Nice. It's the dog. The dog. The dog uses the litter box. He's old. Right? Uh, the dog is old. He uh, he struggles sometimes. He's old. <laughs> yeah, so we tried to teach one of our cats when I was younger. We tried to teach it how to use the toilet. You know, you can get them weird little gadgets where you teach them to use the regular toilet. Yeah. That was a royal nightmare. Did you, did you just drink out of it? Yeah, right? <laughs> and then put the catchet on the seat and then walk off. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, need a bottle of... Uh, disinfectant <laughs> every time you take <laughs> right. a shit so what else you guys got uh, i really don't have any i've uh completely been aol from the scene for about a week so a little over a aol don't you know what that stands for uh aol you mean AWOL? did i say aol yeah, you yeah, said AOL. AOL. Like the American the online. No. The oh my gosh. That's a throwback, isn't it? <laughs> it is. AWL. How many of those floppy disks did you get? What's that? How many of those floppy disks did you get from AOL? You know what? When I loaded up uh, Netscape, it, it took like seven disks. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. That's a throwback, isn't it? That is a throwback. 
Netscape. So what else we guys got? Uh, Rob, what do you got for some news? Um, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Rob has nothing. That's strange. Rob generally yeah, has. I, I don't know. You know, I'm. I was looking at this article the other day. There's, uh, you know, KDA does a lot with uh, like aftermarket widgets and parts and stuff like that for existing birds and stuff. And since we're getting into the uh, the realm where we're just crossing that boundary into like an 800 class 3D capable helicopter, um, KDA is starting to embrace that, and they're you know they're selling purpose-built add-ons or upgrades and stuff related to flying something with uh, uh, close to 800 mil blades on it and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what other kind of stuff they come up with, uh, you know, in that regard. I mean, I think all of the other upgrade parts that they've been making for the most part serve their purpose pretty well. And I think that even more for an 800 class helicopter, the importance of, you know, high rigidity and, uh, you know, really good tensile strength and, you know, parts quality and stuff like that, I think is even more paramount with a bird that big. So, and KDE has got a really good track record of uh, making yeah. good uh, making yeah. good stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what they have and see how much it costs. Cause I would think that a head block for an 800 has got to cost, I would think slightly more than a 700 head, which already isn't that cheap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we'll see where that goes, I guess. So about you, Jake, what do you got for news? Anything happened with the gambling? Gambling stuff? I don't know. How suspect am I? Oh, are you gonna lay something on me? What do you got going on now? Um I don't know. What do you what do you wanna know? I don't know, man. <laughs> I wanna know what do I wanna know? I wanna know the winning lottery numbers for next week. Does Jake oh. have a six thirty and a goblin seven seventy yet? Oh no, no, I don't have the other ones yet. Um alright, so I went out flying today. Mm-hmm. I had some fun. Mm-hmm. And then I crashed it. Oh, oh did you crash? I did. Huh. You broke the oh, seal. I did. How bad? Um, actually not too horribly bad. Uh, I was I'm still kinda actually I'm wrenching on it right now as we talk, but um looking at it, I'm looking at maybe forty dollars worth of parts. That's not a crash. That's a, that's a it bruise. was a crash. Let's put it this way. Uh, I was doing backflips, and I had a complete loss of power entirely. No power whatsoever. All of it was gone. Um, I'm glad I had been working on autos. And so I, I auto it down, and I ended up being... I fly on top of a hill, and I ended up being on the other side of the crest of the hill. So when it actually touched down, I couldn't see it. Uh. So I didn't know where the ground was or anything. I got over there. I was laying on its side. I... You know, bent a couple parts. You started crying and kneeled down no. and said, no, I was why? 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 So have you diagnosed the problem? Uh, um, not yet. I think I may have had a cell fail in one of the packs. So. Don't don't what? feel bad, Jake. I did the same thing this Wait week. a minute. What packs are you flying? Um, That was the packs that I had gotten from Dieter. Oh. So, Yeah. It's your fault, Dieter. If I, if I find a bad cell in there, I'm coming after you. Know? <laughs> coming after you, Dieter. You're not a safe man if I find a bad cell. Do you, you think that really is what happened? To- um, I mean, it wasn't like a cutoff or anything. It was just all of a sudden it was gone. You didn't short out an ESC wire or anything like that? Nope. And uh, nope. nothing was on fire. You didn't have to have your fire extinguished because you are using the castle, right? 
I am using the castle. It's fine. Okay. No smoke. <laughs> no, no, no smoke. Nothing was hot. You know, the, the packs felt fine. Nothing was, you know, swelled. It, it just it had no power. Everything was gone. I'm still so. a little confused as you why, why you didn't. This happened when? Today? Um, a little bit earlier. It was probably around Dude, 4 o'clock. what is your deal? <laughs> why, why is it? What? What? Why, when you text me in the middle of the day and say, "So how's the flying?" Why do you not say, "Oh man, I uh, I put in." Why? I mean, I, I don't get you, dude. All right, so here's the story for that. I I was gonna text you and say, you know, I put the goblin in, blah blah blah, and I'm, I'm with my friend Jeff, who listens to the show, and a couple of other other friends, and uh, I look at him. I go, "So should I tell Dan now, or should I wait till the show?" He goes, "Oh, you got to wait till the show." There you have it. Which friend? Which friend is this? This would be Jeff. I was going to send Jeff a shirt. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I don't think I am anymore. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of shirts, we'll come back to the helicopter. But speaking of shirts, um, my wife comes in earlier. Uh, well, I guess it was last night. She comes in from the barn with a package from the mailbox, whatever. I was like, "What'd you get?" She goes, "Oh, I don't know." All right. Can I look? Yeah, if you want. She bought herself a RC Heli Nation shirt. She bought one from our webpage? Yeah, she bought one for herself. Oh, that's and didn't cool. tell me about it. She's like, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, show my support for you and stuff. So. Oh, well, you should have told me. I would have sent her one. I Had I known, you know, I would have bought her one or had you send her one. Yeah. But no, she, she was really cool about it. Well, that's pretty cool, I guess. Awesomeness. Yeah. So anyway, guys, um, I guess that's it about the, You know, we uh, we need to get a little more proactive about our news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, sure. we're getting busy. You know, so we're not really having much time. I know I haven't been having much time uh, to spend in front of the computer. So when that happens, you don't really uh, get to see what's happening out there. Well, oh, I did get a text message today. I got a text message from Pinion today. You did. Yeah. What's he have to say? Uh, he didn't really say anything. It was just it was a big long yes. You know how he does it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then yes. included with that was a picture of three Hooters girls <laughs> uh, <nice. laughs> with a sign that says, we love you, Pinion. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that was kind of cool. I didn't, uh, I, when I, I was just getting ready to do the show and I didn't get a chance to text him back, but. Uh, That's cool. So I, want, I wonder if like. In real life, he gets shot down, but Pinion gets all the chicks. Oh, I'm sure. He's like, yeah, we'll put the puppet away. You want to come back to my place? Yeah. No. <laughs> Pinion, Take my picture. I got to go back to work. Pinion gets all the action. <laughs> yeah. And he, gets, dog him. and he gets the he gets the best views too because he's right over the shoulder. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a lucky dog that Pinion. Lucky <laughs> so dog. Anyway. So guys, Sounds you know. Cool. Uh, Oh, God. Your penis My gets bad. shorter every time you interrupt me. I swear to God. <laughs> so anyway, guys, you know uh, uh, HeliPros. They're uh, a sponsor of our show. Yeah. And uh, I've been using HeliPros for quite some time. Every time I call down there, they know exactly uh, what I'm after. Uh, they're friendly. And uh, when you've been doing business with them as long as I have, they know you by name. So that's, uh, it's kind of a nice touch. Uh, you know, when you when you need your parts 
And also, too, I found, I got a text uh, from them recently. Apparently, they're going to start stocking Gowie parts. Yes, sir. Are they? So there's a definite plus for those of you who are flying the Gowie. If you're needing some parts and uh, you want some friendly customer service, uh, give HeliPros, give them a call, you know. Fly hard, HeliPros has the parts. I, I think I'm going to have to look them up later, by the way, because I, I also crashed my 500 and broke that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hi, this is Dave from AnythingHeli.com, and you're listening to RC Heli Nation. So you crashed both helicopters, huh? Yeah, I broke both of them. Way to go! And, and the plane that did I you, took did up you put them in a target bag? You, you and your plane? Yep. Dude. Yep. Sometimes I three things up, and all three broke. Did you crash too, Chris? Yeah, I, this is uh, first time using the the Kiss Creations i seventy five. I didn't know you had to program them out of the bag, and uh, just got done doing a nice flight on the. The KS500 that I do one more uh, pitch pump to front flip, and halfway through the front flip, she cut off. Oh. Motor shut down, and uh, did a nice little belly flop on the concrete in the parking lot. Blew out the skids in the gyro tray, but a uh, quick little twenty dollar fix, and uh, learned my lesson. And I definitely ordered the the key the programming card. Yes, I have and, uh, one. So I started getting into that today. That's what I started doing this morning. Sounds real good. Nice. Apparently, you don't need hot pads anymore, so you don't have to spend extra on that. So. What's that, Rob? I said you don't need to get hot pads with it anymore, <laughs> apparently, so you can save the cash. And the tongs. The salad yeah. tongs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys. As I mentioned at the front of the show, uh, Chris is with us, CR Models from the forums. You guys may have recognized that name. He does quite a few uh, videos. He's done several videos for Chaos Helicopters and others as well. Haven't you, Chris? Yes, I did. Uh, I did a review on the MSRX by Blade. I have a bunch of upcoming pilots. A couple of my close friends. I got into helicopters in the last few months, and uh, they're kind of growing out of their coaxial helicopters. And said, "Chris, what's what's the next step? I don't want to spend too much money yet." Yeah. And uh, so I got the MSRX, and I'm loving it. My dad's so loving it. You, uh, you, they tell you they they don't want to spend too much money, so you didn't tell them to get a Goblin. No, that's that's too much money for them right now. I think. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you know, we've seen, you know, you've put some of your reviews on our webpage and, um, you know, you've been very proactive with chaos and that's kind of, kind of helped you out there. You got, you've, uh, you're now flying for chaos, correct? Correct. How long have you been flying for chaos? Just a few uh, months? Yeah. About a month ago, I got yeah. a letter from Cliff and he gave me a call and I, uh, it's going to be a busy summer, but I hope to make it out to a couple fun flies. Sure. Um, trying to finish up my 600e right now i got all the cyclic servos installed this week i'm waiting on the rest of electronics um got the 500 up in the air and i turned the 450 pro into a scale helicopter the past couple days yeah i saw those yeah, i saw that cool. you sent me a link yeah. to that so you know you and jake don't live too far apart no about about an hour i mean i i talked to jake the other day and i guess we only uh, grew up about not even 45 minutes apart because i'm originally from syracuse new york and he's up in watertown yeah so are you gonna go fly at jake's private field I don't know. I, I, might, I might. If I get so, the invite, I, well, I think I'd drive up there. Jake will let anybody fly up there for the right price. That's right. But, you know, he's got a bar and um, all kinds of cool stuff up there. Yeah. Open bar. All you can Open drink. Bar. All the yep. water you can, you can drink. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There, there's a big cow pond down, you know, just over the bank. We just pump the water up from there and, you know. 
and you just have at it, man. It's like drinking lemonade, cloudy lemonade. Are you sure that's lemonade? <laughs> so, Chris, you, you mentioned you've been flying for not necessarily helicopters, but you've been flying RC aircraft for quite some time. You started way back in the 80s, late 80s? Uh, early 80s. I mean, I, I grew up uh, next to a private field, and uh, my first words were, you know, ultralight and airplane because the private planes used to fly over. Yeah. Um, my father, before he got married to my mother, my papa got him into it. And uh, when I was six years old, that's when I got, I started off in control line. And uh, for my sixth birthday, my grandfather uh, gave me gave me an airplane and kind of the love grew from there. Yeah. I used to go to the flying field with my grandfather every weekend. And then uh, when, when my dad started flying with me, back then we didn't have buddy boxes. We had AM radios. So my dad would actually stand behind me, have his hands over my hands. And if I got in trouble, I just let go. And, and uh, it took me, I think, about a year or so to solo. Uh-huh. And, Again, the, the love just grew from there. It took me a few years to get into acrobatics and actually stunts and loops and everything. Um, and again, we didn't know what helicopters were in Syracuse. I mean, the really, when I first saw my first helicopter was when I moved to the Rochester area and yeah. I, uh, I met Ray Stacy. That sounds awesome. And I don't want to regress here, but you did mention control line. And I just wanted to ask Rob and Jake real quick, because I've used to do control line. Have you guys ever done that? I have. I have not ever done it. Jake, did you enjoy it? Um, well, it lasted, well, first it was in the middle of winter in the middle of a frozen lake and, um, it lasted about a minute at most, maybe 45 seconds. Yeah. Not so much. You know, me and a buddy, (laughs) me and a buddy, when we first started doing it, uh, we started doing the control line stuff. Um, we were at his house and we thought we were in a big enough area (laughs) and, um, (laughs) we, we actually were, but you know, as you're, as you're spinning around in a circle, right? You have a, getting yourself good and dizzy. Well, you have to be pay. You have to be really close. Pay close attention to whether or not you're you're moving the pivot point of that circle. You know, like you know mm-hmm. when you're doing the circle jerk thing, Jake. You know what I'm talking about. You got to pay close attention to where you're at. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what we were doing is uh, I can't remember if we were really young. Can't remember who was flying, whether it was me or him. But uh, started drifting the the center of that circle you know, closer and closer. And eventually it came around and smacked right into the fender of his dad's truck. Oh, fine. <laughs> yeah. That's so, brutal. Uh, and then my brother was into it for a little bit. Um, and um, that's kind of where I did control line for a little while, but you know, when I was really young back then and, and we frankly didn't have the money and when it crashed, it crashed. That was it. So. Right. Dude, really. I'd probably get dizzy and throw up on the handle. So. <laughs> Yeah, some of those guys are really into it. You know, I, I think it's a great place to start, but RC's where it's at. There's no question. Absolutely. Yeah. So you did planes for a number of years, and eventually um, somehow you got the bug of helicopter. Yeah, and, and don't don't put, you know, planks on a back burner. I mean, I still have a couple airplanes. I still fly those oh, I, all I, the time, too. Dude, I still have a plank. They still suck. <laughs> I, I, have, I, I got out of the big planes a while ago. I haven't done nitro, I think, in over two years. I mean, once the electric bug hit me, I'm, I'm all electric. And I got rid of my big airplanes. And the uh, the only planes I fly now are the small, um, like Bynum flies. I yeah. got a Sukhoi. Yeah. I've got a, a Park Zone, um, the Polecat, the little acrobatic planes. And I got, yeah. a, I got a 3D biplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are silliness. They're still planks, so. You know, I, yeah. I have an extra 300, and I really enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. It's fun to fly, but 
Is it the same extra 300 that uh, Rob and I have? No, you have a big one. I have a big you one, a, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not real big. It uh, runs off a six cell, I don't know, 60-inch wing. Yeah, mine has it's like a six-inch wing and, you know, runs off one cell. So. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a nice one. I enjoy it. This is, this is the way I see, see planes. It's something to fill in the time because I'm not a nitro, nitro guy, so it's something to fill in the time while my batteries are charging. I can't believe you just need more batteries. What is your deal with night with not doing the nitro? I don't understand that. I mean, I know why Rob and and, and uh, Jake don't like nitros because they're lame. But uh, frankly, I had, a little, I had a little more respect for you than than that. I, I mean, I, hats off. Nitro is what got me into three D. <laughs> yeah, I loved I loved my Raptor fifty SC. I had a Raptor sixty. It's just I don't know. It's greasy. Yeah, dirty. And just electric's clean. It's it's pure power and, and it's just clean. But you got dust it. free, grease free. Yeah, Where and there's a lot more torque. Yeah, and I'm I not gonna I'm not gonna disagree there. We are gonna do. I just want to mention we are gonna do a show because I feel, in my opinion, that we in this show in this podcast have totally neglected nitro helicopters. And I think there's a lot of listeners out there that would agree with me. So I have a guest coming in soon, and we're just gonna do a whole show on nothing but nitro. Oh yeah, you didn't know. I, I still. You're gonna make nitro. me want a nitro, aren't you, <laughs> dude? Nitro's rock. I'm gonna send Rob one. I keep threatening to there. anyway. That 3D night compass. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be my first foray into a nitro if I ever, you know, if I get that set hooked up or whatever. Yeah. Well, besides the uh, long story about the one that I lost on my maiden. Well, <laughs> I did. The old listeners remember that story. Oh, we need to revisit that story because there's probably a lot of listeners that yeah, haven't heard it. I don't even know that story. Oh yeah, we do and need to. Chris, this is a funny one, and it's not a very long one. So, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no, I do know the story. No, go ahead. I, I like know it. this it's one. Fun. The flyaway, it flew away, right? Oh yes, Chris, it it story. It's, it's a, a legendary story. one, dude. It was my first helicopter, man, and you know, I, as I do with a lot of things, you know, I bit off more than I can chew, and but I have this insatiable need to learn how stuff works, and so I spent a good year just tinkering with it in my parents' basement and. Uh, trying to get the balls to fly it and just whatever. And, um, you know, I went over the whole helicopter and I got to the point where I could do, um, you know, I could skate around on the driveway and stuff with the training gear on it and this and that. And I'm like, well, I got to get this up in the air. And um, so I take it down out into our work, like a kind of a dead end, like a cul-de-sac deal. And um, and I, I did kind of a once over on the helicopter and I looked and I saw that the uh, the link for the throttle uh, servo, the the link that was connected to the throttle on the motor had a little crack in it and I could move it around. And if I pulled with like a semi-light, medium-ish kind of force, I could take it right off there. You know, I was not knowing anything about helicopters and the dynamics involved with it and all of that. I was like, oh, this should be fine. I'm just going to hover it for a sec. And, you know, not five seconds into a hover, the motor just just wide open right and i'm like freaking out you know i i got poop in my shorts and shit and i'm standing there like what do i do and my buddy and or my buddy and my brother both look at me and i'm looking back and forth at them and this thing's screaming at me and i, I didn't know the, what to do i had never flown it or anything like that and so i started mashing the sticks trying to get it to stop doing what it was doing you know i just wanted it to end you know just please stop and it, through the course of doing that, I inadvertently ended up doing circuits back and forth up and down the cul-de-sac involuntarily, of course, because I didn't know what I was just I was just having like a finger seizure on my controller, you know, <laughs> trying to get the damn thing to crash and 
do it. And it's funny too, because at the same time I'm going, this is the scariest thing in my life I've ever done. <laughs> oh my God, that banking turned two feet away from those tree. That tree bank was awesome. And then here it comes back at me. Fuck, I better duck, you know? And uh, <laughs> that went on for probably two minutes or so in the cul-de-sac there and filled the whole thing up with nitro fumes. I had this thing turn way rich, right? And uh, so there's like this combination, there's this like smell of adrenaline and nitro fumes in the air, right? And, fear um, and fear. <laughs> fear, right? <laughs> fear and urine, you know, and maybe a little puke in the back of my mouth. I don't know. Uh, but uh, when all was said and done, the, the, the last thing I remember is the helicopter was pyroing uncontrollably and it was getting smaller and smaller and quieter and quieter and smaller and and I'm standing there, and you could imagine if you like drove by and you'd see this kid staring up into the air with uh, old 72 megahertz transmitter, like he's about to go fishing or something like that. Uh, <laughs> and and I'm like, we got to chase that. And so me and my buddy and my brother go, start going running, and we're trying to follow it. And every now and then, I would stop, and we'd all listen, and <laughs> just barely could hear it in the background. You know, you see this little speck, and we ran probably for 10 minutes through the woods and down these back dirt roads, and. I bent the transmitter antenna, you know, I had the thing extended. I'm trying to run through trees and stuff with it. And finally we were standing in the middle of the woods. Didn't remember which direction we came to get in there. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> well, I guess that's that. And I look at my controller. I'm like, at least I have this though, you know? And uh, so I'm sure, you know, some kid probably on his way home or playing outside on, the, uh, on his farm or something like that found this helicopter i mean shit the thing probably had like seven eight minutes left worth of fuel in the thing maybe six minutes but it was constantly climbing and heading south and so you know it's going to keep doing that till the motor dies and i don't know where the pitch was at but it's either going to sort of auto or dump just way off miles away i'm sure you know and uh but i never heard higher tail of that ever again you know and um i carried that controller around me with me for a while you know and eventually one day i was just like you know I got to get rid of this thing. This thing has bad mojo. And so, but there, there, uh, yeah, so needless to say, I stayed out of the hobby for a long time. I think that was, oh, that must've been 1996. I think that that happened. And then I didn't get back into helicopters until, um, March of 2008. And yeah. wouldn't you know it, the first helicopter that I tried to restart with was not only an electric, but it could fit in the palm of my hand. Cause it was a Walker four, three. I'm like, I'm not losing this fucker. There's no way I know how. <laughs> So you know, there's uh, yeah. one other there's one other part to that story uh, that's actually I think really funny and that's that's the uh, the part of the story where you have it in your basement and <laughs> yeah yeah that's right you know I got this thing all tuned up and I'm I've got the starter and I've been playing around with putting it on the starter cone and stuff like that and uh, I'm like uh, you know what I'm gonna fire this up I'm gonna give it a shot I've never heard a nitro engine before. <laughs> I've never messed with a chainsaw or any other small motor or anything like that. So I didn't know what to expect. Um, so I get this thing started and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, I'm like trying to run back and get the controller. I don't know what's going on. I'm holding the, the head and I'm sure I'm jacking up with the clutch and stuff like that. And the whole basement just turns into smoke. And all of a sudden I hear from behind me, Rob, what the hell are you doing? And I look back and it's my mom standing on the stairs. I'm looking at her and the, the helicopters, I just turned the helicopter off and I'm standing there like I was caught red handed with candy in my hand or something. And, uh, well, I just wanted to see it start. And she's like, I don't remember what she said, but did, she was pissed off. Did and, you follow that up with, uh, mom, I think I puked a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a, do you have any Pepto-Bismol and some breath mints? 
<laughs> so anyway, we had a little yeah. detour there, Chris, from your conversation, but I just, that is such a funny story. And there's a lot of listeners that probably remember it, uh, but there's also a lot of listeners that probably haven't heard it. Dude, it's, it's, you know, and the moral of the story, it was all pretty funny. You no, know, it was exciting. The moral of the story, pre-flight check. Yeah. Anything. I think man. that's actually what we were talking about when that you, came You were, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, back, back I, I to Chris. That whole, I, I visualized that whole story. I was I was at work that day. Every Monday morning is a ritual. I listen to you guys show, and I was laughing my ass off because I visualized him and his buddies oh, yeah. running down the street after this thing. I can just see it, plain as day. I mean, I can just see three kids just like this look of what the hell do we do now, you know? It's just funny. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like three stooges standing there, you know, trying to be cool with this <laughs> boy toy. <laughs> So anyway, Chris, uh, one reason I wanted to get you on the show, and and again, I'm you know we tried to get you on uh, last week, and it just didn't work, and and unfortunately last week we also had your dad, which he was going to come on with. Uh, this time he couldn't make it; he had something going on. But I thought that was kind of a neat, um, you know, you mentioned in one of your posts how you're trying to teach your dad how to fly, and and uh, then you got some video of him uh, flying your 450. And we kind of joked around about it on the show. Um, we were like, well, now Chris is going to have to buy another 450 because I would assume that once your dad got a taste of that, he wanted more. And I would assume that uh, he wants that 450 now. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, uh, and, and again, it all it's all good karma. karma. Yeah. It comes around full circle. I mean, if it wasn't for him and my grandfather, I wouldn't be flying today. And uh, no, needless to say, I've got one 450 now. Yeah. And it's in my scale body, and he's got my twin. But it, it's nice to see him flying. Um, weather's been really, really shitty this past week. Uh, and also, he's been in and out of the dentist. He had to have a root canal today. So that's why he's True. not on the show. But he says hi to everybody. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so tomorrow's Easter. It's supposed to be 64, 65 degrees. And I picked up a DX5E this week. I've got the training cord. Um, I, I've successfully practiced in my office, transferring everything over. And uh, we're going to do our first, hopefully, successful buddy box session tomorrow. Um, in the video, he is kind of doing a solo hover. And I kind of put him on the spot in the first video after he was flying his MSRX around the school parking lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I handed him my DX7S and said, here, don't crash it, have fun. And uh, I think he was scared shitless, but instantly he was hooked. Um, the next day, I binded all the, the secondary stuff on the second KS450 Pro to his DX6i. We went to the school again put the training gears on it and uh he had i think he went through four or five bat- flawless flights with the battery packs you know just forward hovering you know s- big sure. circles yeah um but he's really anxious to get some uh some forward flight going so with the buddy box and the cord we're hoping to we're hoping to have a little fun tomorrow morning get out there well you know i'm gonna i'm gonna take a bit of a risk here and i it um you know it's i don't like to get sappy right but there's something about this that I think is really kind of special. And I think, you know, those of you who have kids uh, probably can relate to this. And I'm sure, you know, when Rob gets older, Rob's son gets older and Jake's son gets older, you know, there's that, there's something very special about that aspect of the hobby that, you know, your parent and your child, you guys have this, um, you know, it's kind of, it's a bond. It's like a, Obviously, there's a bond already, but this is just, it's just cementing that bond. And to be able to share that with somebody like your father or your son, I just, I can only, I envy that because I, you know, obviously I don't, should I, I don't really have a dad and 
<laughs> and I don't have any kids and never will because I refuse to do that. So, but, uh, <laughs> you know, what I'm getting at is I, I, I think that is just incredibly awesome. And, and when I first read over that story, I got in touch with you because for that specific reason, I just think that is really cool that you and your dad have this to share. I mean, that's really what the hobbies, I mean, the hobby's about a lot of things, but what it's, when it gets right down to it, what you and your dad are doing, that's incredible. Yeah, it's really cool, man. Yeah, thank you. No, I, I love my parents. I mean, they're big supporters of my hobby. I mean, it was, it was my mother's father who got my, my dad into it. And every day I post a new YouTube video, my mom calls me up on the phone and says, hey, you know, your father and I were watching your newest video. You're doing great. I love seeing you and your father fly. Yeah. Um, my, my mom loves it. She'll just, she'll sit in the window with our dog and just watch my dad and I fly out front. That's awesome. Um, I mean, that's, uh, that's incredible because, you know, you guys, you'd never have to worry about a flying buddy then, right? <laughs> yeah, like, right. Oh, no. Just call up and say, hey, let's go, man. And, and, you know, it's just great time to spend with each other. That's pretty awesome. I was, uh, I was seven years old and I was starting one of my nitro planes. I was a little kid and uh, I had a dead stick landing. The plane ran out of fuel, so I came in and uh, I forgot the transmitter was on full throttle. I, uh, I was kneeling down, started the plane up, and instantly full throttle into my right knee. Oh. Cut my knee up, cut my knee up five times. I saw the bone, and uh, I'm crying all the way to the hospital. And all I'm saying is, you know, don't take my plane away, don't take my plane away. <laughs> and uh, you know, right, even right there, my parents, you know, they got me through it. They said, you know, everything will be okay. And again, they stood by my side and big supporter for for, for you know the past 25 years now. No, yeah, that's cool. Do you have any kids, Chris? Not yet. I'm getting married in uh, in less than 40 days, and we're we're gonna start a family. So we're we're excited for the future. And just no. found out I'm gonna be an uncle. My brother yeah. and sister in law are having their first child. So well, congrats! It's, it's an cool. exciting year. Very exciting yeah. year for everybody. Well, in in regards to you getting married, all I have to say is another fallen brother. <laughs> <laughs> she supports me though. She's, yeah, she's, that's cool. I I kid around a lot, but that's great. I think uh, now is she at all interested? Uh, the future mrs chris is she interested in flying or anything like that no she's uh her thing's jewelry she like she's she's uh, uh, a private yeah. jewelry consultant so that's her thing but she'll, she goes to the field with me she'll she'll hold the camera when i ask her to um i mean she, she's busy too but she supports me that's awesome she, she's she's excited for the future and you know she, I, I remember when i first you know wrote the letter to cliff and contacted him and stuff she's like she's like what are you doing i said I want to find out more about this company. She goes, all right, I support whatever you, whatever you want to do. She, she gonna, she's, she's a good woman. I love her. Is she going to say that when you're married and, you know, you want to spend a couple grand on a helicopter? Let's wait until that so. bracelet's on sale, honey. Oh, I, ju I just got this order from Heli Direct. Don't worry about it. Well, that's I always, I always turn the tables on her. She, she can't say anything about me buying a helicopter part or putting one in because she constantly brings home shoes and clothes. Today, she, uh, yeah. she sent me like five pictures today. She was she was out shopping, buying new dresses for for the wedding, and we're going to the Bahamas and getting married. So, she uh, mm -hmm. she has her own addictions. So uh, it kind of sure. levels a level levels the playing field. Definitely does, man. You know, like I know my wife because I've uh for my budget, you know, here my household budget and stuff. I I have a monthly amount that I already have kind of pre budgeted out of my budget, right? That's intended for helicopter use and whatnot, the hobby, and. Um, I have that direct deposit in my check, my own checking account, so that it doesn't 
it's not tight. It's not mixed in with the other money or whatever, right? It's just very, very cut and dry. And it's funny too, because sometimes my wife and I'll have a quote discussion about it. It's more like an argument, I guess. Not really an argument, but um, she's she would say, you know, you get to have blah 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 x amount of money out of our paycheck, and you know, I don't do that. I'm like, I know that, but because that's because you have carte blanche on all the other money. You know, you get the bills paid, but you get you know. So she goes out like you're talking about. She goes out and she buys stuff and she does her thing, you know, or whatever. And it doesn't phase me at all, you know, as long as I've got the ching that I set away, you know, for my allowance to buy my parts when I need them. I'm good to go. Well, you know, another good way I get around it is I call it recycling. I sell one thing to buy the next. You guys saw me buy that Beast X. I did a quick what's in the box review. And I, yeah. I wasn't sure if I was going to go fly barless or not. I decided not to at that time. But dude. So I sold it dude. and I bought my chaos. Dude, you didn't even have that Beast X for two weeks. I know, but then I saw the Chaos. That, that's why I think I saw the Chaos 450 Pro, and I, I needed that. So yeah, I, you uh, needed that, but... Chaos Pro. Dude, come on To now. be fair, that bird flies very nicely. Come it on does. now. I mean, you got you can't buy a Beast X and then sell it two weeks later at a $40 loss. It wasn't two weeks later. It was four days later. Four. You're making my case for me, dude. Come on now. <laughs> No, most of my know, friends know I, I don't hold on to stuff much. I like to recycle stuff, but does your wife know that? <laughs> no, she, no, she's she's not going anywhere. You do know that she's, when she when she turns forty, you can't trade her in for two twenty year olds. You know that, right? <laughs> no, she was not. I got six years on her, so she's she's my young model. I'm there. You go. I'm I'm old. I'm the old fart. So she old be, fart. She, betrayed, she betrayed me, if anything. How how old are you? Thirty one. Shit. Now I feel old. I got underwear older than you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, check out that Outrage N2 over there. Yeah, dude, it's sweet. I think that's Burt's, isn't it? Oh, it is? You know, I I think I'm going to take it for a flight, man. I think I'm going to, I'm not even going to ask him. Yeah, do it. He's not around. All right, here we go. Man, this thing flies nice, man. Nice, I like it. Shit, I think Bert's coming back. Dude, no, really? Yeah, that's him. I'm getting out of here. Be right behind you. Come on, man. What's wrong with you? Dude, did you come here to sleep or you come here to fly the N2? Outrage N2, available at a hobby shop near you. So what's coming up, man? What do you got going on? I know, uh, obviously, you want to represent Chaos at some fun flies. You got any plans? You you uh, you going to hook up with Jake at some of these New York New York events? Yeah, I'm definitely. Our event, I think, is the end of August. That's our, uh, what is our Northeastern uh, Helicopter Jamboree yeah. in Macedon, New York. I want to go to the Northeast Rotor Fest. And I definitely want to get out to the fun fly um, out by Jake at the the Stars Field. I think it's the Central New York Heli Jam. Yeah, you get to yep. see uh, yeah. you get to see the gambling with the Savix. Savix. Yep. Oh, the Northeast um, Rotor Fest is Nerf. That's I went to that one last year. I'll be there this year too. That's one down by Albany. Yeah. Oh, dude! Um, I, I totally just heard something completely different from what you just said. I, I thought you said the Northeast Rotary is nerfed. 
flight fest yeah i got that now see i'm, I'm just a little Nerf slow today for sure it's i blame it on uh, hydrocodone there nice. you go like the excuse <laughs> so i hear you can practice your tricks in slow-mo dan if you're on that stuff oh i was doing it today there you go yeah hydrocodone and a shot of jack is that thing still running what is that sound <laughs> <laughs> we can't land here this is backcountry <laughs> yeah jake our uh, our heli jamboree is friday the 31st through uh sunday the 2nd august and september yep i've that's, already that's added on my events calendar there so, so you're you're uh you're representing uh, the chaos line good helicopter from all accounts need to get my hands on one because i tell everybody it's a good helicopter but i've never flown one so send me yours oh, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely talk to Cliff. I mean, you guys have been uh, big supporters send of uh, RCA. Send me yours. <laughs> it's hard to part with them, man. Once, you know how hard it was? To, the only reason... No, no, my, no, no. no. My, you're not hearing me. The only reason my father has one blood. Dude, you're not hearing me. Send me your helicopter. <laughs> and a spare target bag, just in case. <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just pulling your leg, you know I mean, you know, if you wanted to, you could, but you know, you don't have to. I would trust you, Dan. I wouldn't <laughs> trust Rob with my helicopter. You, you see what it is, is he's trying to pull the whole Jedi mind trick right now. And yeah. Yeah. I've been playing Star Wars, the old Republic, and I'm uh, actually, I'm killing Jedis. I, uh, I'm, I'm Sith. So there You're you go. Bad guy. Oh, yeah. I know more about Star Wars now probably than I ever wanted to. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. He still doesn't know where Tatooine is though. I do too. You do? Yeah, hell yes, I do. In fact, I'm there right now. <laughs> well, not as Dan, we speak, but... <laughs> Dan, I saw the best picture someone posted on Facebook yesterday. Someone has their dog on the front seat of their car, and it's got the little belt around its neck, and the dog looks identical to Chewbacca. It's probably the best look-alike dog picture I've ever seen. I th- <laughs> nice. you'd, you'd appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting into that game a little too much. So a little too much indeed. That, uh... Jake's just jealous because I can play Star Wars and he can't. This is also true. Yeah. That's craziness. Well, Chris, it was uh, a lot of fun having you on the show, man. I, I, it's always nice to to hear people that are listening to the show, active in the community, come on and, and uh, tell us their stories and tell us what's up. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big supporter of you guys. I'll continue to support you. Hopefully I get on the show again. And uh, I'll definitely be buying a shirt because the version one – shirt that i got from you saw it in the pictures it's, it's hanging up on my wall now in my work area so uh, i don't think i can stand in the hot sun with a black shirt and fly in the summer it just doesn't work out that well so i guess we're gonna have to post this picture on our uh, show notes chris just text me a picture of this dog yeah is it good or what uh yeah it's got a chewbacca <laughs> belt on and everything nice <laughs> totally looks like chewbacca we'll have to post that's that on cool there. that's kind of funny Yes. Well, I got one last quick thing, Dan. Um, I know there's a there's a lot of guys out there supporting the Chaos Line. A lot of guys, you know, doing scale builds right now over yes. at the the, the ChaosLounge.net. And uh, so I started a Chaos 3D RC Helicopters fan page for all. This is where I, I just post up all my new builds. And uh, it's a place too for other owners just to post up stories and pictures of you know what they're flying. Now is this a Facebook page? Yeah, it's 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 off my chris Rybert facebook page but it's, a, it's just a separate fan page i started all right well we'll uh, post up a show note to that too so well this this being a dirty 30 you're you're gonna announce the winners oh of the helicopters, my right? god we almost forgot <laughs> <laughs> we, we i almost completely forgot about that 
All right, people so would be upset. How do we want to do this? Do we want to do the 450 first? Um, sure. Probably. So, yeah, we do. Yeah, the 450 kit is uh, an Align clone. It has everything you need. You're going to need to put your own radio and receiver in it, but it's got a battery and uh, all the little servos. Now, I- I've said it before, you know, it's it's not a top-of-the-line helicopter, obviously, and the servos aren't that great, but it's definitely going to be useful to somebody that wants to have a beater. So, Rob got in touch with that winner mm-hmm. and uh, let him know. So, Rob, why don't you uh, tell us who that is? All right. So, yeah, the other day I was at work, and um, I took a peek on the Facebook page and saw we had just broached this uh, thousand mark, like uh, we were intending on doing for our gold and stuff like that. And by the time I saw it, I think it was a uh, thousand and seven users. And the uh, one nice thing that we have as fan page admins, and some of you folks out there that maybe have fan pages for something else, so will know what I'm talking about. We get to see then users don't get to see this, but we get to see certain kinds of metrics just north of the cover photo. You know how Facebook forced everybody to go to the timeline view, right? Well, just above that, we get to see all kinds of metrics and statistics and stuff. One of those is uh, a chronologically ordered list of the most recent people that have liked us. And it was very easy for me to know that we're at 1,007 likes and I just counted backwards until I got to that user that would be 1,000, right? Um, I took a screenshot and stuff for it. Uh, you know, we'll, I'll find that. It's on my, my work computer and stuff like that. But the point is, it was uh, uh, Facebook user Sigrid B. Sandum. I hope I didn't uh, demolish the name there, but I got in touch with that user. Come to find out, uh, she actually has her Facebook page and she entered for her fiance or whatever. Uh, his name is, uh, I'm going to probably murder this guy's name too, but... Um, it's uh, Borg, I guess. He said, uh, just call him Berg. So it's uh, Berg uh, Viking is his name. And uh, these folks both live in Norway. Um, so uh, it's pretty cool. We'll be able to get that, uh, toss it across the pond. And, uh, uh, you know, Berg, uh, congratulations. You know, uh, uh, we look forward to seeing that uh, in your hands when you get it. Uh, don't forget to take some pictures, throw some stuff up on the RCL Nation forum, uh, uh, put it up on your Facebook page and tag us or something like that. And, uh, um, let us know what you think. Do you want to know what the best? Do you want to know what the best thing about this helicopter being one? What's that? I get to you take it off desk. my desk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's cluttering up your space, or what? Yeah, it's just been sitting here, and you know, I got three of those helicopters, and I've given all three of them away. I didn't even yeah. build any one of them. I, I donated one to our club uh, for the Christmas raffle, and then I gave one to Fred. So anyway, on to the big helicopter, the 700 Nitro Flybart machine. Ah, yes. The Piece Dale. The lucky winner is, and this one's real easy to pronounce, Joseph Holiday. Nice. Congratulations, Joseph. So Joseph was randomly picked out of the 1,000 likes, and... What can we say? Congrats. Uh, big thanks to Cliff, RC Aerodyne, www.scaleflying.com. And um, definitely enjoy that helicopter. Be sure, as Rob said, to get some pictures of it. Uh, you know, you've got, there's more to it. You're going to have to, you know, look to RC Aerodyne too, because they, they'll probably give you, uh, you know, they've, they'll, yeah. pro- they'll probably give you a good deal on, uh, on the rest of the stuff you need to get that thing going. Oh, I bet for sure. You know, it's just, just to get it going. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's, uh, it'll be really cool. You know, maybe if, uh, I don't know if the guy's so inclined, but, uh, both of you guys, you know, 
put up a little uh, build thread or something on one of the forums. Just sure. give some people some heliporn to look at, and you know, definitely yeah. look forward to uh, some future contests from uh, from our show and stuff like that. This one actually worked out pretty well. Um, I know for a little while there, it uh, the likes seemed to kind of get a little bit slower, but uh, I have to say thank you to all the fans that have liked our page because I know there's been some folks out there that have taken it upon themselves to share the idea with their wall and their yeah. friends and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and, um, you know, I think what we're doing here is a, a kind of a, it's a kind of an interesting, to me, it's been kind of an interesting kind of social experience, I guess. And, um, you know, at first I wasn't exactly sure how this whole Facebook thing would actually pan out. It's only one of many ways we get in touch with our, uh, our fan base and stuff like that. And, uh, so I think we're going to keep that up. Yeah. And I, you know, I just want to say thank you to you guys for that final push because I know, you know, first of all, we could sit here and we could talk, the three of us, amongst ourselves and throw stuff on the internet and it could just fall on dead ears. But obviously, we're doing something you guys enjoy. Not that we don't, en- we enjoy the shit out of it, but it just makes it for us all that much more enjoyable when we know that people Absolutely. are out there enjoying it. So, you know, if it wasn't for you guys that, you know, are, are into the show and supporting us. Um, you know, it just makes it feel worthwhile, I guess is the best way to put it. So big thanks to you guys for helping us out with that. And, uh, like Rob said, look forward, um, to more giveaways. I know, um, we've been a little, well, I've been a little lax on the, uh, newsletter. We got to get some newsletters out. Um, and I mentioned at one point, we're going to do some giveaways on that newsletter exclusive newsletter giveaways that we won't talk about on the show. I'm going to give you a little heads up. I've got something here on my desk. There will be a newsletter coming out soon. Maybe you'll get a chance to win something there. It's not going to be anything big because it's just the newsletter, but just look for that. That should be coming up soon. One other thing we need to talk about is Dieter has been working incredibly hard on his tech tips, and we appreciate that. Um, it, it's, uh, you guys might be surprised on how hard it is to put a tech tip into 30 seconds. It it is, it is surprisingly hard to do. That being said, we're going to go ahead and roll Dieter's latest tech tip right now. And, uh, we'll be back when that's done in just a second. Hi, this is Dieter, also known as RCD Butts, with your 60-second tech tip. Today's subject is tips for microhelis. Most micros have small black plastic parts and links that will tend to pop off in a crash and become very difficult to find. If you coat these parts with some fluorescent lacquer paint on the areas that are not contacting or rubbing against other plastic parts, it will help your chances of finding these parts if they pop off in a crash. This tip can also apply to carbon fiber linkage rods on larger helis. Some small helis may have some breaks on plastic parts due to a crash or a hard landing. Sometimes heat shrink is a great way to keep those parts connected. Or another method is to wrap the cracked or broken plastic pieces with sewing thread and then soak it in CA glue. After the glue dries, it should maintain a solid connection. Be sure not to get any CA on critical parts that are moving. Most of the micros on the market today will have at least a fixed pitch tail. Some with fixed pitch main blades as well. These plastic fixed pitch blades may flatten out a little bit requiring the motor to work harder. It's a good idea to periodically bend the fixed pitch blades back, especially on the tail blades, which can add more tail authority. All you have to do is bend it a little bit to increase the pitch and it should make a world of a difference for you. 
This has been your RC Hellenation 60 Second Tech Tip. So there you go. There was Dieter's tech tip. And, um, you know, thanks, Dieter, for putting that uh, work into that for us. One thing I do want to mention, uh, too, is Dieter and I are going to be going to the Othello Funfly in May, which is only a few weeks away. Four weeks, I guess. Um, so if you're in the northwest region, look for us there. We'll have our banners up. Bring some shirts. Probably give a few away. Don't know. Hmm. Thinking about. I'm think, thinking about packing up the equipment and actually recording a show at the Funfly uh, with Rob and Jake on the other end and whoever else I can get uh, there locally. And we're gonna see how that works. Kind of a test run. Yeah. Right. That'll be cool. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know if that's gonna happen. Uh, the, the the only thing that is stopping us is. Are we going to be able to have reliable enough internet for that to happen effectively? Right. Now, yeah, yeah. The, the saving grace is uh, we have ways around recording, even at long distance, without solid good internet. We've done it before. No joke. <laughs> we yeah, do it every week. Living proof of that. Yeah. So <laughs> there is there are ways we can do it, and um, we may experiment with that. Um so, but anyway, if you happen to, you know, be interested in heading out to those events, uh, if you're going to be there, definitely look us up. The Nation trailer will be there and uh, Dieter and I will be hanging out. We are going to, if, if you, you know, if you do want to show up and you've, and you've not flown or if you want to bring somebody who hasn't flown, we are going to have a buddy boxed Raptor 30. If you want to come show up and, uh, you know, bring a buddy that's thinking about trying a helicopter, we'll be able to buddy box on the Raptor 30. Bring, you know, bring them along. And other fun flies of interest, um, you know, we're gearing up for the season here locally for us regionally, I guess. There's really nothing locally. Helipros is happening in July, and then there's the Gillette Wyoming fun fly. Um, the Todd Bennett uh, class is going to be there. I do believe there are a few spots left for those of you who are interested, and you may be in the Denver, Billings area, you know, and you want to come to that fun fly. Uh, get in touch with me. Send me an email, and I can get in touch with Jack, or I can get you in touch with Jack. <laughs> Something to that effect. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but uh, we'll get that straightened out. So I think that's about it, guys. Uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so at dan at rchalienation.com. I'm also at Dan K. Reed on all the forums. Jake, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Uh, well... I'm keeping it simple. I'll, I'll let Rob do his huge one because that's more fun. Um, no, just uh, email me, jake at rchellynation.com, and I promise I'll get it now. Um, apparently, I had things screwed up in my inbox, and things weren't getting to me quite right. So I apologize to people that I didn't get back to. Email me, and I'll get back to you. Jake had things screwed up in his box. That's right. <laughs> you fucked your box up? <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> You know what the dirtiest thing said on television in the 50s was? What? Ward, I think you are a little hard on the beaver last night. (laughs) 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 All right, Chris, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Uh, You can email me at crmodels at juno.com, and I am crmodels on all the forums as well as crmodels on my YouTube channel. 
Dude, you are old school, man. Juno.com, really? It's hey, you can thank my father for it, man. It was a free account and it's it stuck with me. Yeah, I think I was using Juno like in uh grade school. It's never failed. It has not failed me. <laughs> and last but not least, if I wanted to get in touch with Rob. How would I do that? Yeah, you can get in touch with me. It's pretty easy, I guess. Um, you know, I think this will people that are a little old school with old school kind of sci-fi movies will probably understand how to do this better than some of you youngsters, I guess. Um, but what you'd want to do, I think is that you would want to go to the Pentagon and, um, sneak into the room next to where the president's taking his nap and then take a nap too and break into his dream and make him think that he's supposed to do something else that he's really going to do. And then when he wakes up, he's going to give his State of the Union speech, which the third paragraph is going to be a question about RC helicopters. That'll be your question. And I'll make sure to watch it, and I'll TiVo it. Um, and then after I TiVo it, I'll hook my Super 8 camera up, and I'll, wa- I'll point it at the TV, kind of like those low-jack movies you used to be able to download off the net. And I'll take one of those guys, and I'll put it on a zip drive, actually probably three zip drives, and then I'll take him over to my buddy's house, and he'll burn him to a CD. That way, I can stick it in my laptop, and I can watch just that clip all by itself while we're doing the next show. And then I can answer your question. And then, uh, then, uh, dude, what we'll what drugs do you have to take to do that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, is that just like free form? I mean, does that just like are you just like do you know where you're going with it, or does it just kind of happen? It's just like, I think it's just like a, a mouth seizure. I don't know. I just kind of go with that. Here, here's a pop quiz for you people that did listen to how to get a hold of me. The uh, mode, the plan of attack for how to get a hold of me, uh, falling asleep and breaking into somebody else's dream. Pop quiz. If you know the name of that movie, um, go ahead and uh, email it to me at rob at rchelynation.com. Or if you want to... Um, you can uh, try and post it up on our Facebook wall or something like that. I want to see how many people know what movie that was that I got that idea from. I know. Nice. Don't say do you, it. Do you know, Chris? Don't say it if you do, I, but do you know it? I believe I do. I'll, uh, I'll email it to you later just to see if I... Uh, if I know right. Jake I, I knows. Haven't, I haven't seen it, but I think I know what movie it is. I know Jake knows. That's old. Of course I do. So anyway, guys, Facebook page is going good. Uh, we appreciate all you guys hanging out there. And of course, our uh, you know you can always get in touch with us on on our website. Oh, show support forum. Fairly active. Uh, quite a few posts happening there every day. Also, to remember the listeners' corner on Heli Freak, and we also have a podcast sub forum over there on RC Heli Attic. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this show as much as we enjoyed making it, and uh, we will catch you next week. Sampai bajumpo lai. I crashed my goblin. <laughs> <laughs> nice.